0: our narrative in the New Testament will come from the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verses 12 through 17. we'll see that Titus was a Greek convert whom Paul greatly loved and trusted Titus was one of the men responsible for collecting the money for the poverty-stricken Jerusalem Church Paul may have also sent Titus with the sorrowful letter to that we have been reading about. On his way to Macedonia, Paul was supposed to meet Titus in Troas. When Paul didn't find him there, he was worried for Titus's safety and left Troas to search for him in Macedonia. And then, uh, that's where Paul found him. The good news that Paul received uh, led to this letter. Paul would send Titus back to Corinth with this letter. In the middle of uh, discussing his unscheduled trip to Macedonia... Paul thanked God for his ministry, his relationship with the Corinthian believers, and the way God has used him to help others wherever he went, despite difficulties. Paul resumed his story of his trip to Macedonia. Paul asks, who is adequate for the task of representing Christ? The point here is, our adequacy is always from God. He has given us the Holy Spirit to enable us to speak with Christ's power. He keeps his eye on us, protecting us as we work for him. Now, some preachers in Paul's day were hucksters, preaching without understanding God's message or caring about what happened to their listeners. They weren't concerned about furthering God's kingdom. They just wanted money. Today, well, there are still preachers and teachers who care only about money and not about truth. Those who truly speak for God should teach God's word with sincerity and integrity and should never preach for selfish reasons. All right, with that, let's begin our reading today. Here in the New Testament. August 28th, the New Testament. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 12 through 17. When I, Paul, came to the city of Troas to preach the good news of Christ, The Lord opened a door of opportunity for me, but I had no peace of mind because my dear brother Titus hadn't yet arrived with a report from you. So I said goodbye and went on to Macedonia to find him. But thank God he has made us his captives and continues to lead us along in Christ's triumphal procession. Now he uses us to spread the knowledge of Christ everywhere like a sweet perfume. Our lives are a Christ-like fragrance rising up to God. But this fragrance is perceived differently by those who are being saved and by those who are perishing. To those who are perishing, we are a dreadful smell of death and doom. But to those who are being saved, we are a life-giving perfume. And who is adequate for such a task as this? You see, we are not like the many hucksters who preach for personal profit. We preach the word of God with sincerity and with Christ's authority, knowing that God is watching us. And now, our reading in the book of Psalms will be from Psalm 42, verses 1 through 11. Psalms 42 through 49 were written by the descendants of Korah. This guy Korah was a Levite who led a rebellion against Moses. He was killed, but his descendants remained faithful to God and continued to serve God in the temple. David appointed men from the clan of Korah to serve as choir leaders. We'll also read here today in the book of Psalms, As the life of a deer depends upon water, so our lives depend upon God. Those who seek Him and long to understand Him find eternal life. Feeling separated from God, this psalmist wouldn't rest until he restored his relationship with God because he knew that this very life depended on it. The question for you and me is, do we thirst and trust in God? And also we'll read about the depression that was obvious in this psalm. Depression is one of the most common emotional ailments. One antidote for depression is to meditate on the record of God's goodness to His people. This will take your mind off the present situation as you focus your thoughts on God's ability to help you rather than on your inability to help yourself. When you feel depressed, I'll well, take advantage of this psalm's antidepressant. Read the Bible's accounts of God's goodness and meditate on them. Psalm 42, verses 1 through 11. For the choir director, a psalm of the descendants of Korah. As the deer longs for streams of water, so I long for you, O God. I thirst for God, the living God. When can I go and stand before Him? Day and night. I have only tears for food, while my enemies continually taunt me, saying, Where is this God of yours? My heart is breaking, as I remember how it used to be. I walked among the crowds of worshippers leading a great procession to the house of God, singing for joy and giving thanks amid the sound of a great celebration. Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise Him again, my Savior and my God. Now I am deeply discouraged, but I will remember you, even from distant Mount Hermon, the source of the Jordan. From the land of Mount Mizar I hear the tumult of the raging seas as your waves and surging tides sweep over me, but each day the Lord pours his unfailing love upon me, and through each night I sing his songs, praying to God who gives me life. Oh God, my rock, I cry, why have you forgotten me? Why must I wander around in grief, oppressed by my enemies? their taunts break my bones. They scoff, Where is this God of yours? Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise Him again, my Savior and my God. Proverbs 22, verse 7. Just as the rich rule the poor, so the borrower is servant to the lender.